You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I am your host, Curtis. I go by Trillificent on all social media. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. There are so many podcasts out there that you can listen to and you choose to listen to this one. And I am eternally grateful Speaking of, if you want to support this podcast and its home network, a.k.a. Flawless Noises Media Network, you can do so in two ways. One, go to patreon.com slash flawless noises and sign up in exchange for a little bit of money. You will be getting a lot of bonus content from myself and other hosts on Flawless Noises. You can also purchase some merchandise to help support this show. Go to flawlessnoises.com store, pick up a shirt or a tote. And now we're going to get the show started. I am super, super excited about this conversation because I have another first time guest on the show, which is, I won't say my favorite, but I do like getting new voices and letting y'all experience someone else. So joining me this week, I have Rue or Rudy or Evelyn Salt. All these, I feel like Erica Badu. I feel, I feel like, like I you Absolutely. you really can't prosper out here if you don't go by at least three different things. Right. And they each have to have their own persona. Exactly. They yeah. all have to have a story behind them. Like me, from back in the gap, I still have people that call me Coon Loaf. I have people that call me Coon. Wait, wait, excuse me, Coon Loaf? <laughs> that was uh, Twitter Days past. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Coon, I... Care to share the story behind his name? Um, the story is my very first Twitter account. Uh, I think the at name was like Gimme Cornbread, um, which is like a, a Zydeco thing in uh, <sighs> Texas. Uh, one of my favorite Zydeco songs. And I wanted to change it, so I kind of put it out, you know, to the timeline, like, what should I change it to? And I got all these suggestions, and the one that stood out was Kunlo. So then I went by Kunlo. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is go ahead. <laughs> I know, I know. The nicotry. I know. <laughs> and then from Kunlo, you know, everybody that, you know, I was cool with started doing their own remixes and spin-offs to that. So that yeah. I, I mean, if you like it, I love it. I I Okay. I abandoned that and then like somebody in Turkey started using it and then they got banned. I think the account got deleted. So RIP to Kunloaf. Yes, rest in pieces, Kunloaf. And all this clothes. But I don't know why we went on that tangent, but we did. (laughs) Listen, I already warned you. I (laughs) would fair enough, you know. Although, you know, I guess it was more so me because of the crazy story like Mm -hmm. which you know what i'm not mad at because if i heard that i too would question it (laughs) so i'm not even gonna hold you on that but we're gonna slide into the first segment and that is the queer query question this is such a a a gay a gay title but go ahead yes that's the point yes yes (laughs) (laughs) okay so first question What's your current favorite thing? And this can be songs, movies, TV shows, books, jewelry, OnlyFans account, whatever's currently floating your boat. Can it be your own 
OnlyFans account? It can. What? Okay, I mean, that's not my answer. That's not my answer. I, just, <laughs> I don't see why not. If the content is popping, like, why not? Or should I what? say, you know what? No, should I say if the coinage is popping? Yes. Why yes, not stand we, for we your seen own? seen some of them statements. Yes, indeed. Those alleged statements, I should listen, say. Listen, because yeah. I know them bozos are not charging $30 just to have people watch them shower and they ain't making no coin. But that's besides the point. I'm sorry. What's your... <laughs> um... <laughs> How how can I say this and not seem some type of way? My favorite thing right now is myself. Like, I'm getting back with myself. And, you know, I just got out of a situation and felt kind of raw about it. And now I'm building myself back up. So I'm falling back and level myself. So that's my current favorite thing. At the There's moment. absolutely nothing wrong with that answer. Good answer. Good. I feel like I'm on Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer. Woo! You did thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. You did thank that. You. Okay. Um, currently, my favorite thing is this anime that I've been watching called Naruto. Um, very late past because I think this came out in like 2002. But, you know, that's really on brand for me. Like, if something comes out in 2019, I'll probably get to it in about 2022. Um, so, so, I've been watching this because uh, some friends of mine have talked about it a lot. And I was curious about what it is and kind of got sucked in you know so i've been been watching this anime which i'm not a huge anime person like i like anime but i've never sought it out so this has been a something new for me as well because usually it's one of those things where it's just kind of like i might watch something if it's on like adult swim and i can't find something else to watch but i've never been invested in any anime Outside of maybe Dragon Ball Z, but that was when, you know, I was a little boy. That was different. But Dragon Ball Z was so mainstream. I feel like now most of these new anime just popped up. <clears throat> and like you said, the Naruto's been out since like, what, 2002, whatever. Yeah. We're just not really hearing about it. So, you know, we're we're catching up. The West Coast, the West side of the world yeah. is catching up to everything. Yeah, indeed. So I've been enjoying it. I think I've hit the filler portion of the series though because so, so episode 203 or episode listen know, it's been it's, it's been about 26 episodes and nothing has happened like all these side missions when nobody's learning no new jutsu <laughs> nothing jesus I'm, <laughs> just, I'm like okay this gotta be filler because the story has not progressed in at least 36 episodes like what the hell i mean you gotta pad the season out somewhere you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know some of the backstory. Like I said, my friends, uh, they do an anime and manga show on our network, Patreon. So I know how oh. they sometimes have the anime, but the manga is not caught up. So they got to stall for the manga to come out. So it's too much. It is. It's a lot to keep up with. But, you know, I'm doing it one at a time. But they they have recommended that this is a good anime to start with if you want to try to understand and get into anime. So I get it. I get it. I like it. So, yeah, that's my current favorite thing. So next question, which is actually uh, apropos, given what you were saying earlier, what did your last heartbreak teach you? Uh, I know. Such a profound question. I know. I went deep on that one. Kind of. Yeah, you did. 
and I'm I'm gonna skirt around it just because <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah I get it I get um, it. Well, it taught me to listen to my first mind mm. to not ignore the red flags because of this image that I have of this person. Mm. Like it was all gilded. And then in reality, in reality, I knew, I knew what the deal was, but I just kept going with it. So I just learned to listen to myself and look at the fucking signs. Cause sometimes it'd be clear as day, like right in your face and you're just like, Oh, but he's so pretty. Like, you know, <sighs> it saves a lot of heartache. Mm. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's something we all go through. Even you know, everybody got to yeah. learn that lesson somehow. It's growing pains. You yeah. know, the the older you get, the more you wake up to the bullshit. You can sniff it from a mile away or five hundred miles away. Yep, because it's agree. everywhere. <clears throat> um, so, come on with the heartbreak hotel uh, stories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if mine is that deep, but. And it's not like relationship oriented. It's more life, I guess, maybe family. Um, but I guess my last real deep heartbreak really taught me that I gotta look out for numero uno. I know that's right. Um, I don't have the blessing of of you know having my close family be close to me, and so <clears throat> you don't really realize how much more difficult life is when you don't have that core foundation that you can look to like most people do, you know what I mean? So, and I've talked about this extensively on the podcast and it's something that I'm still working through, you know what I mean? Cause it's, it's familial heartbreak and the I ties like are, are much, yeah. I mean, the ties yeah. are much stronger. They run deeper. So it's, it's a lot of healing, but I think about it and it's like, you know, I've been going through a lot of stuff this past week. Oh, shit, honestly, the whole summer has been, oof. and it's just like, you know, I don't really have anybody that I can turn to. Like, you know, I have friends and stuff, don't get me wrong, but I don't have, like, I can't pick up the phone and call my mom because we don't really have that kind of relationship. I can't pick up the phone and call my dad because the ghetto. <laughs> um, okay. okay. You know, I can't <laughs> pick up the phone and call my brother. You know, just to be like, talk me off the ledge. I'm having a bad day because we don't have that kind of relationship. So it's really been a an adjustment since the move. Um, and I guess more so a reminder and then a readjustment that, you know, I got to look out for numero uno and really, really be cognizant of the people that are around me that I can depend on because I, yeah, I was just going to ask that. Have you allowed yourself to lean on your friends that that are there for you? Because you know, sometimes it's just it's like if you're not what I want, then I don't want it. That um, makes sense. No, like, no, that it it does. But for me, it's it's kind of like a I don't know, maybe like a double edged sword. Because it's on the one hand, I've gotten so used to not do, allowing that that mm. it's hard to do it. But at the same time, it's you know, when you're dealing with depression and anxiety, it's like when you need that support is when you have that feeling and you have that voice telling you that, you know, you don't want to be a burden. You don't want to right, right. Um, overwhelm other people because they have stuff going on in their own lives. So you just got to figure out a way to deal with it on your own. Um, you know what the best way to do it is? Smoke weed. 
Well, I do that. Be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I just just that. for just for everything. If you just just roll roll up and smoke, you'll be fine. You just chill out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everything will work out. You give listen. it to God. That's what it is. You give it to God. <clears throat> no, me. I go to the dispensary that gives me loyalty points. All right. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm about. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. I would say that would probably be it. And I guess to be transparent if you really want to understand better if you're newer to the show or if you just have forgotten if you want to understand and hear about that heartbreak then you have to go all the way back to episode 10 which is over 110 episodes what the fuck wow oh wow yeah Child, that's your, your own little anime that's a full uh highway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn um, okay, last question. What singer do you want or would you wish to sing you happy birthday? This is hard because usually I would ask dead or alive, but I'm going to keep with the alive batch. Um, I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, I guess alive. Yeah. I'm a, you know what? I'm just going to say Miss Keytara Wyatt. Like, Okay. I, 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 Kiki would give me life because I know it will last longer than like ten minutes. It, it absolutely will. You know, so I'll get like a mini concert. So yeah, yeah. she'll be pregnant again and have given birth <laughs> and still be singing that same song. <laughs> the same song. So you know the longevity. Yeah, 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 yeah. We stay in longevity. I get it. Um, I have three answers. So first, obviously, my fave from my home city, Beyonce. Um, okay, or Jasmine Sullivan because, um, why not? I really do stand Jasmine Sullivan, or for a throwback because she's one of my favorite singers from generations past, Shaka Khan. Like, I feel like the hair and her just yelling at me, happy birthday, would give me life, you know what I'm saying? Like, 80s Shaka or current Shaka. You know, I'm a little bit trash, so I'm gonna have to go with current Shaka because Mama be zooted. Okay. Oh yes, <laughs> and that's yes. the shenanigans that I'm here for. <laughs> Mama, not to say that she wasn't zooted in the '80s too, but well, current well, Shaka being zooted is is a sight to see. <clears throat> and so I probably I, would do that. Yeah, give me current Shaka. Okay, I'm I'm here for the entertainment of it. I'm here for the entertainment factor. Yes, (laughs) yes. Happy birthday, indeed. Okay, with the fan and everything. The fan, the hair, the little shimmy. All of it. All All of it. it. The bodycon dresses, all of it. Give us everything. (laughs) Is she like 5'2"? She's a little thing. She is. That voice is not, though. Right. I stay in Shaka Khan. I love her. Well, I think that is going to wrap up the segment. So we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from these sponsors and we can make a little bit of coin and we'll be back. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. 
With five and ten dollar subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. So we are back from break. It's time to get into the main topic. This is going to be a fun episode. It's an article episode. So you guys, if you are familiar with this show, you know how that goes whenever I select one of these articles. (laughs) This article is entitled 26 Signs That You're Turning Into a Top. And it's written by Alexander Chavez on advocate.com. And as I was telling my guest before we started recording, I feel like I've done at least one article of his. And the way that he writes sometimes is generic enough that it hits. But a lot of the stuff is so specific, specifically nuanced, if you will, that it kind of really gives you an idea of the exact type of life that he lives. And it comes across through his writing, whether that's on purpose or not, I don't know. But as Rudy said, you read it and you're like, okay, this is definitely like a we hey, a we ho gay. Like I was just about to say, like you elegantly explained what a we ho gay is. Yeah. See, that was, yeah. That was a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very elegant. You you put the makeup on a pig. Uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I, I do what I can. I do what I can. So <laughs> The premise of the article is basically saying, is there a beast hiding within you? The top is in you, hidden like a beast in a cave, waiting to come out. Don't you think so? Well, I don't know if that's true, but we're going to go through these 26 (laughs) and see if there is any truth to be had. So the first thing says, you love being Big Spoon. Child, I am too fat for that. But anyway. um, Why are you too fat to be the Big Spoon? I'm too. It says who? I'm, I'm too fat for any spoonage. Okay, the body heat. <laughs> okay, is too well, much. You just it's, you know spoon for like three minutes and then roll back over. You know. <laughs> After but, a rough sex session, I surprise him. I turn him over, nuzzle the back of his neck, and pull him close. I lean bottom have for most of my sex life at least for now bottoming is where most of my experience lies particularly when kink and role play get involved but i love being big spoon in that powerful post-sex cuddle i like to hold him there's nothing better blah 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 um so i don't know sis because (laughs) because of that now you want to put your dick in his ass yeah, and that's not what this was giving me. Like, it was very clearly, I'm still a bottom. Be not deceived. Right. Like, I just want to hold you. I just want to hold you. So I'm like, so where did, where is the top jumping out? Because I, this is happening after you just took it up the butt. So <laughs> I, yeah, this, this I'm a little, a no. I'm a little lost on this. <laughs> I, I, this is a no. I, I'm, this is one of his fantasies. Yeah. So it's, it's a no for me. I'm sorry. Maybe it's one of those duality things like two things can be true at the same time i can be bottom only during the penetrative part and then outside of that i'm more (sighs) i guess that's possible but that's not what this is giving me 
I'm just, you know, trying to be fair. But this is this is a reach. That's it. it. Yeah, it was a reach. Stretch Armstrong. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I tried, Alex. Sorry. <laughs> you did. And it, it was just no, it's no way around that. Okay. It's a no. It's a no, dog. My bad. <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> Number two says you carry yourself differently. It's not a wardrobe change. There's not a top look book. It's a way you carry yourself, a subtle change in body language around guys you think are cute. It might not be noticed by you or him until you're in a place where body language is the primary mode of communication. Um, this is a little bit of a reach to me because you can have a new attitude based on a lot of things that would have you carry yourself differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is indicative of any type of change in your sexual preference. But how about this? How about this? Like the way you carry yourself, maybe like if you carry yourself in a different way, you'll attract more bottoms. Like, I don't know. I I get 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 that, but it's like what you're attracting doesn't mean that's what you want to be attracting. Right. I don't like you just because you attract a lot of bottoms, that doesn't mean you're gonna just start topping unless you're just bored. Well, I mean, I need a change, like that's the only some do, but <sighs> from, from my experience, Alex, when, when a bottom is Alex surrounded Alex. by other bottoms, they just all click together start- about where the tops are. But I mean, that's my limited view, and this is Alex's limited view, so who are we to judge again? Number three <laughs> says you buy a top harness. <laughs> Boo, next, no. Yeah, next, I was like, no, I just scrolled no. many videos of um, bottoms with harnesses on, so I'm going to have to go with no on that one, Alex. Yeah. That's just a kink, baby. That's just a kink. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a lucrative. So who who hired this person? Where did this person come from? Hey. Why is he here? Hey. Never, it, we're, we're just at number four. Let me be nice. It'll, it'll <laughs> get better. It'll get better. Well, number four says, you're fed up with gay sex labels. When we come out, words like gay and bi are tough to say, but they get easier. The terrifying power dissipates, blah, 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 blah. Labels are tools, blah, 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 blah. They make sex happen. They help you identify people. We must now take blah, blah, blah approach to sex labels. Uh, This is a lot of unnecessary fluff to uh, explain what this means. But I guess the overall theme is... Top pride. Yeah, I guess. Basically, take pride in being a top. I am I am not my lube, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. Wow. I don't know how because if you're wouldn't you have to no. already be thinking of diversifying your sexual portfolio in order to get fed up with the sex labels? Like I don't know how you would be upset with the labels and that makes you as a bottom. I don't know how you get fed up with being labeled a bottom to the point where you start leaning top. Like most bottoms I know are are proud to carry the label of bottom. And like he's saying, it helps identify like I'm a bottom. 
So you need to let me know, are you a bottom, are you a top or whatever the case may be. But I don't know how saying I don't want to use labels. It is what it is. You know, the energy and chakras or whatever approach you take into the thing. I don't get the conversion in this is what I'm saying. Where's the conversion from I'm a bottom or yeah, I'm a bottom and I'm tired of being labeled a bottom. So now I'm going to be a top. I don't, I, I, I'm lost on this one. I think we're not supposed to think too deeply on this. Well, I mean, he wrote four paragraphs. (laughs) He, he, he wrote four paragraphs of something. But I, yeah, I don't, because you basically broke it all down and there's no point. So that's all I have to say of that. It's a no, it's still a no for me. It's still, it's still, (laughs) Still nothing's connecting. Nothing's connecting as to why, why I shouldn't be flaccid from, you know, the thought of booty. Like, because it's kind of like he's saying, once you're free of the label, then you're free to top. But again, I'm not getting any um, understanding of the level of desire. Right, exactly. The desire is what changes the actions, not just being fed up with labels. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't just... Like I'm fed up with him, yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to put that on hold because we're only on number five. You have a sudden interest in butts. So before I read further, I'm going to call bullshit on this because some of the most notorious butt hounds that I know are (laughs) power bottoms. So, but let's see what he said. Because maybe, maybe he'll disprove what I just said. He says, when you bottom, you worry about your butt. Okay. Is it nice? (laughs) How does it look in these shorts? You learn what exercises make, make it look good. You learn its mechanics, how to clean it out. If you douche before sex, the douche. Mm. How to relax when you're taking a dick. You have to worry about injury. Oh, Jesus, not anal fish. This is a lot happening. You have to hunt for quality lube. You have to get an anal swab every time you get tested for sexually transmitted infections. So much attention is focused on your own butt that you don't really notice others until you do. Suddenly, you realize that all this butt worry makes you a sexpert in butt care and attention. You know what feels good. Lucky him. So you know how his butt works. Great. But how does that turn you on? This was very Brian McKnight of him. Let me show you how your bussy works. (laughs) (laughs) We're still not there yet. Yeah, we're we're not getting there. This doesn't make sense to me. Again, because that- most guys are that are have any type of interest in butts are gonna look at butts. Like they just it is what it is, whether you top or bottom. Like there's a sick that's like I'm a top, I don't give a fuck about anything but seeing butts. There's I don't this doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't and it won't. Like you said before, there's no desire or anything. It's, okay, it's, yeah. I was just about to it's say the that. Health, it's the health portion of this of this blog. It's the health portion. That's it. Like yeah. I I I I saw nothing in this about desiring to penetrate said butts that you currently or suddenly have an interest in. Where's the desire? Uh 
maybe you you know how it works so you know that you can top in the bottom will feel comfortable with you topping because you know how the butt works I, like you know how it works so you can instruct the next bottom yeah i don't, so you're, it's, I don't it's know like alex a, you lost me on this one i, I don't know <clears throat> like a, a bottoms health ed class i don't know you know bottoms health ed a top does not make <laughs> well i see no lies I, I see in here no lies yeah it's yeah Okay, number six, you're on a bottom <laughs> break. <laughs> Maybe you've had a string of lackluster hookups. Maybe you're recovering from a bad breakup. Maybe you're recovering from a... What is this? He must have had an anal fissure when he was writing this because this is the second time he done brought it up. Anyway, maybe your body knows something your brain hasn't realized yet, that you're evolving sexually as healthy sexual people do. A healthy sex life is about experimentation and evolution. Most people go through phases. This doesn't mean you'll never go back and enjoy the things you enjoyed before. You may come to enjoy them more. If you find yourself in a bottoming break, consider it a sign to try topping. You might love it. Mm. I see it. I see it up until that last sentence. But I've definitely... What, if you find yourself in a bottoming break consider it a sign to try topping yeah Again, well i mean just, why not why not like you know, i mean maybe that's something that i personally can't connect with like well i'm just gonna do it because i'm bored like I'm, I'm not familiar with her so <laughs> <laughs> but i i see the vision but i definitely see and i have seen I, i've i've met guys that were like, I just got tired of bottoming or I got tired of not getting fucked the way I wanted to get fucked. So I right. tried topping and here I am. Right, because that is real. But in those cases, you just get a dildo. You don't have to switch teams. Yeah. But no, I can I can get behind the experimentation because I like to experiment, hence why I'm in a position I am now. Um, well. So, I, yeah, so I, I, I support this. Like, if you're on a bottoming break, anal fissure or whatever you are going through, I pray on that. Um, yeah, just try to pick your dick in the ass. Yeah, Make sure it's I a mean, nice one. I don't know. I feel like if you have an Preferably anal fissure. hairless. I feel like if you have an anal fissure, maybe you need to take a complete break for just a few, a few days. <laughs> Get your heel on. <laughs> well, you know, some of them out there hungry. Yes. They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. They don't care. Pain is pleasure. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I get number six. You're, you're finally there. We're, we're on the road. With yeah. Me. Yeah. This one makes some sense. This is the first. The next one does not. Number seven, you hold the door for him so you can see his butt. We've already done this. Oh, God, Jesus. We've already done this. Number eight, you're tired of the top bottom binary. We we have already what? done this as well. <laughs> you already talked about the labels. Are these the B side? Is this the B side section of the album? You know, the this filler? is one of those things where, and I no shade to anyone involved, but this is one of those things where it's like, what what happened to the editing process? Maybe it's just me because if I if you had submitted this to me, and I see you breaking down the same point in different ways to stretch this out, I'm gonna be like, this needs to go. Red line number eight. We've already talked. You've already talked about labels, so it's like you could have worked this into that. You know, 
whatever. <laughs> Same thing with number nine. You're tired of cleaning out. Is could this not have been part of the bottoming break? Yeah. This is no, this is like um bottoming health ed uh sophomore year. Second Fair. year. Okay. One oh two. Yeah. Bottom one oh two. Got it. Yeah. Got bottoming one oh two. Yeah. Number it, ten. Bottoming one oh three. You've mastered bottoming. <laughs> okay, so now you are the shinobi of bottoming. <laughs> You're a pro. You like challenges and you've conquered this one. What next? I'm gonna give this Fisting. a little bit because I've seen guys have this mindset as well, where they're like, you know, I I've done that, I got bored. I wanted a new sexual challenge and it's like, I've never done it before. So I'm going to see if I can do it now. Have I seen any that stuck with it? No, but I've seen some that are like, you know, I'm, I'm, well, then it was just an experiment. Then They just, they, they say they were tired of whatever, but they, you know, it was just an experiment. It was nothing permanent. I want to see well, if they can do it. But this goes to the underlying thing that we've been saying about desire like boredom, all of these things that might have you considering trying topping is not I taking the, the full account Listen. of desire into it. At least I don't think so. At this point, you should just get a dog. If you're that bored, <laughs> get a dog, get a hobby, something. It, it's really not that deep, but okay. Listen, get an OnlyFans, okay? <laughs> yeah, because you know, then you can collaborate with other people, and you know, maybe you just need some variety. Possibly, possibly, it could be the surroundings. Could be, yeah, could be the surround. Maybe you need to try a different flavor. Don't be racist mm. about it, though. But you know, mm. maybe you need to try something different. If you usually fuck with slim dudes, maybe you need a chubby dude. Well, usually fuck with masculine dudes. Maybe you need to try a femme dude. Maybe you need some variety. You know, everybody should should do that. Everybody should step that. You know, that's some good advice. Everybody should step out of their comfort zone at least once or twice, because you never know what you're missing out on. That's that, that was a good one. That was a good one. Just saying. All right. <laughs> Number eleven says you've been topping in all your recent hookups. I mean. Um, Does verse not exist in this article? I'm a little confused. Well, no, Let's... because that'll be a label, and we are not doing labels. <laughs> because... <laughs> Let's see what Alex says about this one. He says it's more than just a weird week. Was it terrible? Was it fun? You might be moving into a new phase of your sexual development. Enjoy it. I just feel like there's a lot more that goes into finding yourself topping more. This screams more so verse to me because if you're a bottom, I don't see you just topping just because that is what happened. Maybe this is something that the white gays do. Maybe they're a little bit less rigid. The we hoes, the we hoes. You know, because I, I have not come across a lot of situations where it's like you're just going into it and you don't know sexual positions ahead of time. Like I've never been in a situation uh, where we both fall in the bed and we don't know who does what. Not saying that, it doesn't occur. Because <laughs> that happened to me. Actually with my first boyfriend. 
Yeah. But were you considering yourself a top, a strict okay. top or a strict bottom at the time? Okay. So at that point, I was very young in my uh, gay sex career, whatever. Um, Come on, career. <laughs> I've just been bottoming. That's all I really wanted to do until I met this dude. He was taller than me. Granted, I'm almost 6'2", so he's taller than me. Really, really cute. I'm like, damn, I wonder if he's a top. Started talking or whatever, finally get down to, you know, the D, and it's just like, oh, well, guess I should just, you know, top you, since you tooted up in the air, so uh, <laughs> all right. And then from there, I, just, I since I've been with him in that little situation relationship, I had only topped. Hmm. Okay. He, I, I bought him, like, maybe twice in that relationship, but... Yeah, I was predominantly a top. Hmm. So the interesting thing that jumps out to me on that, though, is I wonder how much of it was actual desire outside of just kind of, I don't want to say settling, but... I can be a sexual deviant, so it, it, it might have been desire. Hmm. Just, to see, just to see what it's all about. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like the spirit of the verse lived within you from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. I, I think I just had to, you know, learn to accept it and, and balance it. Yeah, because so. that's what that was giving me. Because you said that, and I was like, it don't really seem like you were uh, 100% bottom from the beginning. But it, it, it was just all that I was doing at the time. Yeah. Which is not the same as choosing flat out to be a bottom. Like sometimes it's right. just, I get it. It's, it's circumstance. Maybe it's just a string of niggas that you are attracting at the time. But yeah. it doesn't, it didn't sound like you were like, I am a bottom. Hear me gape. <laughs> oh my God. You know, like you would, you um, were like, okay, well, you know, this is what's, what's going on right now. I'm a rock with it. And then when the situation changed, you change with the situation, so okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give you a open. little bit. I mean, it's like a little bit you have to stretch, but then a little bit you don't. So okay, Alex, I'll give you two out of eleven so far. That is a terrible uh, percentage, by the way. It really is. Let's just give it up. And this next, oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Number Girl, twelve I'm... says, <laughs> okay. "Yeah, you buy a Halloween costume that shows off." your front side first of all who didn't edit because why does this say <laughs> off your your front side this is what i'll be talking about where's the editing process come on alex come on advocate come on y'all maybe he was too busy typing while typing this up oh was he maybe maybe guess, he was distracted okay i guess um you ignore the green squigglies when you the big spoon okay uh, yeah because you know the blood rushes out of the head into the glands so you know all right it says halloween costumes are often quote testing waters events surely we think i could never wear a harness to a leather bar on a random tuesday but okay but i'll test the reaction on halloween when i make it a part of my sexy vampire look Pretty sure that they go into the bars and their harnesses every day. But okay. I've spent so much time piecing together scanty costumes that show off my butt. They get skimpier every year. 
this year something was different. I wanted to show off something else, which led me to my next purchase. I'm gonna say this is a reach because in my experience, even if they are a bottom, if they know they have a nice dick, they showing it off. I would say maybe seven times out of ten. So yep. this is just like a butch queen's first time in drag. Like this is this is the coming out. Like this like this is my new top drag. Like I'm I'm a top now. Like really, a harness is because you're showing off your body. Now you're a top. This gave and we me have, and we have okay more so showing off my harness in front of my friends versus potential sex appointments. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm I'm unsure, so I need to test out my new harness on Halloween versus just rolling up in the club in it or something like that. Either way, it's a reach, I think. A supreme reach. And so it's really hit or miss, man. Like we we need a steady flow of hits. It's more miss than anything. This is definitely an album you would be mad as hell that you bought (laughs) because only two songs are good. Mm -mm. Mm. No no comment on that one. Well, number 13, you buy a cock ring. I I... what network is this? CBS? ABC? I so Fox News, Fox News, fake news. Oh God! Because I didn't realize that I didn't realize that cock rings were only for tops. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I've seen things that I imagine because I've definitely seen plenty of stuff out there and experienced. Let me not even uh, lie, where there was bottoms with cock rings on so to stay like why like why would they have it on i mean I'm confused. you know whatever floats their boat i didn't ask a lot of questions you know okay i was there for a good time not a long time okay big inch all right <clears throat> let's read this a little I, bit and see how he right because <laughs> i personally i i don't have any experience with a cock ring because i've never knew the big deal but yeah go ahead and read this maybe an enlightened name all gay men have one right wrong (laughs) damn we starting off bad (laughs) without getting too graphic here's what cock rings are used for getting an erection is the physical act of spongy we know how we know how that works a cock ring constricts blood flow into your dick and keeps you hard longer makes your dick red too from what i've seen there are a million different kinds of cock rings made of a million different materials hard metal latex blah 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 blah. the list goes on some are hard like metal but many are soft and stretchy and one pretty sizable top i know simply uses a thick shoelace why did this need to be what i bet he doesn't wash his legs either because most cock rings are too small for him so you just wanted to brag that you uh have a big dick top in your rotation okay i guess avoid sticky jelly ones which will pull your hair so he didn't really explain how this proves his point about turning into a top this is top 101 he gave us cock ring 103. Cock ring 055. 
He gave us cock ring 69. Uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Alex. This this might be the biggest miss we've had so far because what does this have to do with anything? This is so not the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. This, it's I don't. Not. I don't. I, can we move on? We are moving on. Number 14 <laughs> says, You've met someone who triggers your top. I don't okay. know what that means, so let's see. Okay. He was short with blue eyes and a cute butt. Okay, we're getting very personal. It was cold on the patio of the leather bar. He was intelligently out of place. What does that mean? With the face smart guys <laughs> make who calculate everything before speaking, I immediately wanted to fuck him. Oh, so we've okay. gone into sapiosexual territory now. I can count on one hand the number of times my, quote, top mode was triggered in the past five years. I'm back at the beginner stage, clumsily stumbling through the early motions, unsure how to flirt as a top. Okay. Unsure how to show interest. You could have just said that. It was awkward and I didn't do it right, but I wanted to. And that tells me something significant. If you don't know what to do, don't panic. The best course is honesty. You're bringing out the top. <laughs> you know Sir, I mean? Alex, no, listen, let me tell you. Okay, How did this let me turn say into this. like a sentimental Britney Spears type of book? Let me say this, Rudy. If a man came up to you and said, quote, you're bringing out the top in me. I'm new to this and I need practice. Can you help me out? How would you respond? Me being me, how would I respond? Yes. I would take that challenge on. Really? Yeah, I, I would. Because you know why? He's going to end up bombing it for me anyway. So See, that don't count. You got ulterior <laughs> motives. That don't count. But, like, yeah, sure, you can try, but, you know, I'm going to show you how to do it, too. So, you know, it's like a lesson yeah. thing. I, yeah, I'm down with it. That don't count. You just trying to get some booty, and you willing to sacrifice a little booty to get some booty. That don't why count. Why not? It's all That don't fun. count. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all, you know. Let me speak. So you me. wouldn't, you wouldn't, <laughs> I, I can't see myself not laughing because the phrase you're bringing out the top in me is so ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an odd thing to say. It reminds me almost of like the, I don't usually do this. <laughs> like what? And they be the freakiest motherfuckers though, because they be like, I don't usually do this, but it's like, yes, you do. <laughs> and you, let me and speak for myself. Don't come up to me talking about you're bringing out the top of me. I would rather you just be like, look, I'm trying to fuck. Like I, I respect that a lot more than you're bringing out the top of me. What is this? Okay, so, but wait. <laughs> okay, but wait. He said I'm trying to fuck, and then he's not. He's a new top, so you think like, all right, he about to you know get these cheeks. So you get the do, and he lets you down. So would it have been better if he said that up front? I mean, I don't know, because first of all, I don't let nobody in my house. So Okay, Whoopi. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess for me, because it would take some more conversation. So I guess it would depend on how he not what he said, but how he comes across. Because okay. I will say this, uh, you know, I'm I'm digging back in the memory banks and I've been in this situation before and it's like, it's not whether or not you're new to topping that's going to 
deter me or make me say yes, it's going to be everything else around that. Like if I feel like I could be comfortable with you, whether you a new top or not, then I would be more inclined to say yes. But cause I've had a situation where the dude was way too, uh, not aggressive, but he was way too eager to the mm. point where he did not listen. Mm. And he gave me, and this is when I was still learning. I was a baby gay and I didn't, I, I wasn't at the point where I could be like, okay, I'm something is not right about this. Like, I don't feel like when we get to the do, he's going to be mindful of my needs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was like, okay, we're going to do this. And I, I gave my upfront, like, look, don't be ramming that shit up into me. You know what I'm saying? And he did it anyway, Ooh. but hindsight, I'm like, what he was giving me before we got to that point told me what I needed to know about how that experience was going to go. <clears throat> Your and first mind. The, yeah. I ignored yep. mm-hmm. the signs. Mm-hmm. So I would be more inclined to that. Like what else are you giving? And that will be how I make my decision, but whether or not you, you're bringing out the topic in me and I'm new to this. Can I practice on you? No, that's not going to be it. Like, <laughs> let me, let me know that you are interested in actually learning. Um, and that you are willing to, the biggest thing is that you're willing to listen. You know right. You got to listen. Like, let me practice on you. Like that don't mean you just get up in there and you, and you do whatever you want to do. And, and you, and I'm supposed to just lay there. Like, I don't know. We're getting getting deep into this. Yeah, yeah. And ain't nobody getting deep into me currently. So I'm, you know, this is all hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay, then. Oh, all right. We got to fix that. We got to fix that. We got to fix that. You know, I don't, you know, men are trash. So it's like, I'm good. Um, Um, Use them for what you, anyway, let's move on. Number 15. (laughs) Yes, you could be a femme top. In the same way we siphon each other into top and bottom, ignoring the poor, versatile guys of the world, we also foolishly reinforce the same damaging gender norms every time we assume someone feminine is a bottom or someone masculine is a top. One's degree of masculinity or femininity has no bearing on what they like in bed, their skill level, their taste, their level of dominance or their preferred degree of submission. So this is gay one-on-one. There are, what? There are brutal, awesome film tops in the brutal. I don't know if that word fits in there. Um, Maybe that's we host slang. Maybe I've been fucked by some of them. There are masculine men who love being pussy boys in bed. That's extreme. Getting their hoes absolutely demolished by sadistic alphas, even more extreme. God bless them. What is happening? I I think he has somebody else write this part for him. I'm completely lost. And again, how is this a sign that you're turning into a top? We're not on task at all here, Alex. We're not. I don't know. Yes, please. It's a boot. Let's go on. Number 16 says, You start checking out your bulge in the mirror. Bye. We're not. No. Oh my God. We're not doing this. Okay, wait. Uh, Never mind. I I was going to try to flip it, but never mind. Yeah. I can't. No. Number 17 says, You have a topping fantasy. Okay, let's let's see what's going on here. 
Right. He's appeared in your fantasy land, the lawless terrain of your dreams. You're fucking him in a sex dungeon. Why do you have to be so what? extreme? Other not your fantasy. That's okay because th- that's an extreme. It's mine, both as a bottom and bizarrely as a top. Okay. People have mixed responses to fantasy. In fantasy land, all the rules of propriety, political correctness, even ethics are shed for your dreams, your rules, your mental play. No one can police your thoughts. You are not free to act on every fantasy. Most of them will remain scenarios in your head. Problems arise when people confuse truth and fantasy and try to recreate certain fantasies in the real world. Fantasies inform the way we act, what clothes we wear, and our sex drives. They're very personal and very important. If you have a topping fantasy, it's a good sign that the desire runs deeper than you think. With proper communication and careful respect, this is one fantasy you could easily bring to life. I'm not going to say he's totally off base because we have been talking about the desire. He just did a lot to get us there. A hell of a lot. I guess he felt inspired here. Like, let me just be whimsical about nothing. Um, you have this a was top. a lot let's, of words not to say let, much. Let's just go off of you have a topping fantasy. Like, like screw the filler. Yes. Let's just go, you have a top. Well, if you have a top of fantasy, then yes, you're, you're turning into a, a, a verse top or a top. Whatever you want. To, you, you're on a journey. You're, you may right. be. You may be in transition, and you may not be. It may be a passing whim, but the desire is there, which will inform action if you choose to act on it. I will give him that. I don't know what the fuck the rest of this was. Yeah, we just had to ignore that part. We don't like. You just wanted to tell us your fantasy. (laughs) Like you could. This is listen. They have. I feel like they have message boards for this. They have kick groups although i think kick getting ready to get kicked um no the freaks are keeping it open no they the kick groups are still alive okay i thought i saw something about the company getting ready to to do away with. oh really yeah i could be wrong on that though but i thought i saw something saying that you know the kick service is going to be discontinued soon you Number right. 18 says topping isn't all about penises. Okay, this is let's see where wow. we go. Trans men are men. Some trans men are tops. The ones I play with have been. Topping <sighs> is about more than a penis and a hole. Topping is about making someone feel good and taking an active role in facilitating his pleasure and yours. You can do this with toys, with words, with touching, with hands, with the accoutrement of BDSM, rope, tape, paddles, with role play, with music, with your mouth, with your weight, with your mere presence. This is the wide open terrain that sex has to offer. It's all sex, even if the tools are different and the proper chemistry, it's life changing. Don't get hung up on anatomy. There's so much sex that exists beyond the tools of the body that you get to discover. Okay. So let me say this. Okay. That was that was a beautiful way to include trans men in conversation. However, comma 
if it's just sex, there's different levels of sex. Like if you're just experiencing and enjoying somebody, but nobody's being topped or bottom or being or bottoming, then that it is what it is. What does this have to do with turning into a top? Nothing. Like trying to redefine what top or what a what this act is, of topping means. I think this is more so the experience of intimacy right. with the person. Which I guess they want you to really be an intimate top. If that makes sense. It does. A, a sensitive top. But, it, but what does this have to do with turning into a top? Maybe that's the type of top this Alex thing wants you to turn into. Uh, until his fantasy when he wants to be gang right. and, and right. participate in the gangbang. Okay. You lost me on this, Alex. I have to be honest. We ain't never gonna be found. We like, just gonna say lost. If this was if this was more so that sex doesn't have to be all about penises, this would make one hundred percent uh sense to me. But having this point saying that this is a sign that you might be turning into a top, you you're not convincing me, Alex. I'm sorry. Not to not to continue to <laughs> oh. talk a wig but just look at the material <laughs> like okay wait wait because you know there are two types well there are a few types of tops maybe this isn't the type of top that we think of maybe this is the two syllable top the top you know like i'm a top but hey girl like top that type of top not a top top what does that have to do with the penis aspect though because that's what he was saying that comes with the softness of being a top, because, you know, if you're a top, you don't give a fuck. I mean, according to, you know, hearsay. Child, I ain't never heard that. <laughs> but guess who I learned that from? Hmm. A we all guy. Ah! And it all comes full circle. It fits. It all comes full circle. Okay, number 19 says, you ask yourself, what did your best tops do? What makes your best sex experiences memorable? Good sex depends on chemistry and connection more than anything else. But some tops have skills that stand out from the rest. Words that got you in the mood, the right degree of gentleness and roughness, the right degree of dominance, the right gaze. Catalog the standouts. File them away for later use. Okay, this isn't a Still sign. feels like a reach because you could be asking yourself, what did my best tops do so that you can inform the next top? Exactly. This has nothing to do this with has, turning into a top. Exactly. This has nothing, no desire to actually replicate what was done to you. That's the missing right. factor. Which is but I have done that. Wait, I guess I can speak on this as I'm versed. Yeah, I, I have I have done this. So a few um few buddies or whatever that I've slept with, the tops. I noticed what they did to make me feel comfortable enough to have sex because it was at a, a point in time where I had a hard time to like unwind and really just relax. So they would do certain things to make me relax and I would use that on bottoms to see if it would work and nine times out of 10 it does. So I used the knowledge that's bestowed upon me into the booty. Fair. However, yeah. God. Did did the knowledge f- 
feed the desire or was the desire pulling from the knowledge that you already had? That's the difference so, in this. So, okay, you asked me, did that make me want to top even more? Basically, did that, did that increase my desire? That knowledge? Yes. Yes. Or were you all, well, <laughs> because, well, because increasing the desire, that makes sense. But I'm saying what is feeding the desire? Like what, where did it start? Did it start from, man, this one, this one nigga fucked me so good. Or, or, you know, he was sucking my toes while he was stroking and I want to do that to somebody else. Or was it, I'm going top, let me think about stuff that was done to me and see what I want to do. Yeah. I want to try that because that was done to me, but I was already going to top anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a fine line. Okay. You got to point. It's the second one. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not to not to, not to dash your, I... your argument or anything i'm just saying like i'm we're the theme with this conversation has been the actual desire the intent and what's sparking it versus taking tools that you already have because you're already on the path those are two different things like okay um <clears throat> To me, anyway. Got, let me say it. I that mean, way. you, you, you have a point. You got that one because, like we said, this really isn't turning anybody into a top. Yeah. May now you it may make a voyeur, or I mean, the knowledge make may make you a better top, but it's not turning you into a top. I think a lot of tops need to do that. Oh uh, well, I mean, yeah. that's a different conversation. I've heard that being brought up enough that I know that it's probably a necessary conversation, Mm -hmm. but not on today's episode. So number 20 says you start doing top exercise, girl. The fuck is a top? Like like kegels for your penis? I mean, that does exist, but still. Anyway, okay, so let's see what he says. Just as many bottom-leaning gay guys spend extra time on their butt and legs, you need to spend time training your core. Topping is an intense midsection workout. Thrust happens somewhere between your chest and your hips. I've been with some tops who can only move from the hip down, others who move their whole body. It's torso endurance. You will get tired. Spend some gym time so, so you can outlast his whole so you just you just really just reaching to the bottom of the reaching for the crumbs. and then knocking over every other what ha- remember the labels things like, yeah it, what so, happened because <laughs> now we just it, labeling everything right top exercise sure is- core work come on now everybody needs to do core work <laughs> like what like this, oh lord I, I don't think this is all alex i think this is alex and friends i'm hoping um, see, this is and this is also one of those things where you could have trimmed this down to less than ten, and you would have gotten to the core. Well, honestly, you've only had about two and a half points, so yeah. maybe. I, I, but this doesn't make any sense to me. Is is my point? Top exercise. I don't know if I've, I've ever I'm, heard certain exercises be deemed for tops. Core work. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what possible. What can you? What what exercises are there? I mean, he didn't have anything. This is what he's saying. Make but, sure your core is strong so that you can give out good strokes. 
like I'm going down the line of implanted fitness on the machines. Like, what can, so if I see somebody on that machine, that means he's a top. Yeah, so I'm gonna stand by. It, like, what the fuck, really? Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna piggyback on what you've been saying. The WeHo jumped out. Oh, jumped out and scurried away. Yes, Back into the booty hole. Well. According to him, not often because he still likes to be on the bottom. But anyway, number 21 says you change your grinder profile to versatile. Okay, and what this is where we wrap up. What? <laughs> Honesty is the first step. Again, the desire is there, which is what would make you do this. You don't do this because it seems like you're turning into a top, it means you're now verse. Now, if you're talking about going from verse to top, maybe there's a conversation to be had, but this is literally going from bottom to verse. How is this a sign that you're turning into a top? But I, I guess I, if you I, look it, at it black and no, white and no, you're not really giving versatile the respect that it deserves, maybe it works. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws, to be honest. Please, please don't. Please don't. That's why they don't have straws now. That's why they're getting rid of them. Please true, don't. True, 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 true. Number 22. <laughs> you discover how hard it is to take a good dick pic. We're not going to spend any time here. Because oh, my what? God. Uh... Number 23 says you find yourself falling for a guy who leans bottom for many devoted bottoms. This is the jumpstart into versatility. Just as you can't control what turns you on, you also can't control what you will fall for. You meet him and have one sweet, passionate night, which turns into a budding friendship, something you can't quite place your finger on, but you like it. But you're both bottoms. (laughs) Okay. Somebody is not complete bottom if y'all had a passionate night, but okay. Exactly. (laughs) My friend, this is one of the times to step up to the plate and swing because we are offered so few times in life to connect with someone beautiful. When that happens, don't let something as simple and ephemeral as and transient. Come on. Oh, oh. Ephemeral and transient as sexual preference. Mariah popped out from spending more time with this person or knowing him better. Don't miss out. This doesn't give me you're turning into a top as much as it gives me. Don't be so rigid in your sexual role that you miss out on a good guy, which is what gays have been preaching since the beginning of time. Well, some gays. But I don't know if this is a sign you're turning into a top. It just means you're open to. It literally means you're just turning into verse. Yeah, still. That's it. Turning into verse. Because that's because of the situation that you're in. uh, Yeah. But again, my thing is if you were 100% bottom from the beginning, then how did you end up having this passionate night with this young man? They like, could use a double-sided, you know. Oh, okay. You know, it's, there's ways. It's swing, better, 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 swing. Exactly, you know. <laughs> All right. Look at you grasping at straws now. Mm. <laughs> what? You know what? No comment. Let's, mm-hmm. um, let's keep it moving. Number 24, <laughs> you want him to feel good. You should want that regardless of what your sexual <sighs> Okay, beloved. Is. Okay, beloved. I can't. Yeah. 
Number 25, like, girl, I'm not about to play. <laughs> you start buying toys for your playmates. What does this have to do it, with anything? Excuse me? Never underestimate the power of toys. Forget dick pics. Toys are something worth showing off. As a skilled bottom, here's a confession. I jump at the opportunity to spend a long night opening my hole with toys. Well. With his words. and So, you, so you're so, a bottom. Oh. Hold on. Okay. So the second paragraph, there are two, <laughs> says, I've done that. I know what that feels like. Toys offer new and exciting sensations that are always different. They offer hot, intense, and beautiful experiences with each other. You know what this that sentence reminds me of? Remember the grandma from uh, the Clumps movie? Yes. When she was oh, like, had yes. hot, sweaty relations. <laughs> Very reminiscent. Experiences that get solely underrated and a sex culture that still considers dildos second rate to the real thing. I mean, girl, they are. Things only sad and desperate people use who can't find a sex partner. Okay, that part, no. You went way left. That stereotype is far from true. Start your toy collection. Bottoms will thank you. What? So I keep reading these hoping that he's going to make a salient point and it's just not happening. So um because you know that dildos feel good in your booty hole, you should buy your bottoms dildos and use it on them. I feel and like that, there's some steps turning, missing though. That's turning you into a top. Right. Okay. If you say so, Alex, I feel like we've missed a few um, chapters in this book. Because this, I don't know what to say to this. What are you saying? This to me goes back to what we were talking about earlier. With you already have the desire to top, and then you start pulling on your experiences because you know, you know, or you remember what made you feel good but it's not fueling the desire it's the desire using the resources that are available <clears throat> i don't know alex you're not making a believer out of me at all far the from it last one number 26 says he texts you after we should do that again what You've done it. You've connected. You've become a top. You've had a great night with someone, and he's been kind enough to tell you so. What? Is this real? Is this is this real? This can Alex. This is one of your worst articles. What? Is, the it, is this a credible source? This is a credible like what is? Nah, this I don't know what real. this is. But that's the end of the article. So out of the twenty six, what do we say about maybe three of them? Hits? Maybe three that weren't written by Alex. We we know what's on. You're giving me bottom that may top out of inconvenience, <laughs> right? Or that's what you're giving me. You're not giving me someone who's giving me a damn headache. Well, fair. That's yeah, very fair. You just say you like the dick, and sometimes you it's nothing wrong with that. Like this right, is it's not. It's, I, you know, reading this is like, who are you trying to convince, us or yourself? It's almost like he, yeah, it's like he knows he's a bottom, but he's trying to convince himself that he's not a total bottom. And then he writes these articles and it's like, 
this doesn't make sense, beloved. Maybe it doesn't make sense to us. Maybe to a different kind of gay, all of this made perfect sense. But speaking for me and mine and the gays and my who, <laughs> this was not it at all. Bless his heart. It, he it does make me curious if this is even something that could be quantified. Like if someone asked you, what are, let's say, what's one sign that someone, that a gay is turning into a top? Would you have an answer? Do you think? Because I don't the know only, if I would. I don't know. I will just say if they have more interest in topping. Like, I was, if they have yeah. the desire for it, then like, yeah. I would be then, like, I mean, are they fucking booty hole? Well, then, you know, maybe they are turning into a top. Like, that's right, all I got. Saying, they could be, they could be turning into the, uh, a top for the season, you know? Okay. I don't know what season that is, but okay. It's usually in the fall seasons. Fall, winter, that's when you top. Because you get the layup with the bottom, usually. Never mind. Um, yeah. That you know what I'm not even gonna say that I don't know you like yeah. that because I was about to make a joke. <laughs> insensitive joke. Wait, go oh. ahead, make it. I love those jokes. Make it, please. I don't know. That just it gave me a little bit of hobosexual, but you didn't say the whole thing, so I could be off. Yeah, I didn't because it was going to go to a place that's not hobosexual. It's mm. something else. Okay. Something else. Somewhere else. Good. I, good. Good. A very sadistic place. Oh, but, um, the dark spot. The dark. Yes. As <laughs> as as dark as the booty holes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Justice that, for anal bleaching. Yes. Oh, I, that's not what I meant. <laughs> you know what? I meant the actual, <laughs> the I actual know. tunnel. I know. I, I know. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap up this. <laughs> Please do because... this episode, this conversation, and all things that are connected to it. Shout out to you, Alex Chavez. I don't know what the fuck this article was. I don't know. And shout out to you, Rudy, for joining me on this show. I had a blast. Um, it was wonderful. You were such a great host. If people don't realize, like I get these articles and I'll skim through them. But part of the charm is that I usually don't remember what the points are. So I react <laughs> off cuff. <laughs> so with that being said, again, thank you for joining me and let people know where they can find you. Um, they can find me on Twitter. At R U U underscore R U U. I think that's right. it. Yeah. If not, you'll just just find me. You'll see yeah, me on Twitter. It'll be somewhere. in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that um loud. But anyway. <clears throat> and you guys will be able to hit him up and then maybe you can tell us what the signs of someone turning into a top are. Because I ain't got nothing. I got you nothing. Send me dick pics. You can send me dick pics. I mean, you can that's fine. Me. I judge. I judge we, them for you. We do accept dick pics, booty pic. We accept pics, period, on this show. So, feel free. Feel free. You know what? That is the call to action for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Feel free. Make the world a better place. Yes. <laughs> okay. Help me improve my fall. All right. Uh, Penis spice uh, fall. <laughs> I'm over this. I'm. I'm so over this right now. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm done. It was it was a pleasure.
All right, you guys, that's going to wrap this show up. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again for listening. Remember, you can chime in at any time. If you have thoughts on what you've heard, go ahead and sound off. Use the hashtag GaySidePod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show so that everyone can see that. You can also send in letters, compliments, show topic ideas, stories, or whatever you may wish. I like to call it the gay side mail, all of which can be sent to gay side stories at gmail.com. Please go ahead and do that. Also, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating. And if you really love the show and want to show some support, leave a review five stars as well. And make sure you're sharing this show with other people. Word of mouth is still the best way for podcasts like this one to reach more ears and get a bigger audience so go ahead and tell someone that you love the podcast friend co-worker family whatever the case may be that is how we get more people to listen to these shows and you know what that's it love yourselves as always make sure you're protecting your walls or they will what crumble and i will be back next week